What's up, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of the Birdie Num Num Podcast. Sanjay Monangtala here, having a good week, and I really hope you all are having a wonderful week. And today on the podcast, because we have a nice open dialogue every week, you and I, I want to talk about something, even though I am married now, happily married, loving life, enjoying it. Um, I have a lot of friends who are still single in their late 20s and 30s and even in their 40s, and they are all wondering, uh, you know, in Corona, in times of quarantine and pandemic, how to meet people, uh, what to do. You know, one of my closest friends has just broken up with someone, and as a result of that, I mean, it's a weird time, right? It's not like you can go on dates anymore. And what's so interesting about this pandemic is, as I've talked about in other episodes, especially the relationship, or sorry, especially the respect version of this podcast, I think it's like five, six episodes back where we talked about respect, is, you know, corona and the pandemic and quarantine is honestly, it's solidifying a lot of relationships, but it's also testing and breaking up a lot of relationships. And I think that's great. You know what I mean? I know it sounds kind of, uh, you know, insensitive to say that. But if, you know, you were dating somebody and spending, you know, three days every week, and now all of a sudden you had to spend seven days, 30 days, 60 days in a row, and you guys have split up, well, there you go. All your problems were just amplified and accelerated, but they were going to happen anyways. So consider that a blessing, you know, but for those of you who now found, who, blah, but for those of you who now find yourself in a place where it's like, okay, you are single and you want to start dating, but there's nobody you can date at the moment. Well, I don't look at it as, you know, dating is not possible right now. I just look at it as your timelines and your task list is sort of readjusted. If like the typical dating is like a hundred rows on a spreadsheet and like row one is like message them on an app or online or, uh, you know, through a friend and row like a hundred is like move in together, you know, then think about it um, right now. And, you know, like row 10 is, uh, you know, make a meal together or, uh, you know, cook something. Well, that is make a meal, but you know what I mean? Like go to the beach, probably row 15 is like take a trip together or row 30 or whatever, you know? And so all those things and all those questions and talking about family and um, having conversation and having intimacy and all that stuff, like usually it's very linear as we're used to in a non-pandemic time, but these days it's not. And that's fine, you know? Um, and some of you are like, yeah, but I want to like, uh, you know, get to know them and then hook up and then fall into line with if they're right for me or not. Well, uh, that's not what our parents did. You know, our parents pretty much got married and then got to know them. You know, my mom married my dad two days after meeting him because she was in America. He was in America. And they're like, Indian? Indian? Okay. That's all, you know? And like, that was how it would work. Like, you're Indian? I'm Indian? Okay. It's a match. <laughs> Like, it was a simpler time back then with the grandparents, you know? Um, so it's funny because, like, people are like, oh, you can't meet anybody, and oh, I'm so bored, and I'm going crazy at home. And it's like, dude, you can definitely meet people. You can't sleep with anyone right now, you know, unfortunately for you. or And I'm sure even married people would agree, like, now that you've spent so much time with somebody every day. And yeah, I've heard jokes like there's going to be quarantine babies and pandemic babies, kind of like how there's a lot of birthdays in November because nine months before was Valentine's Day and a lot of people got their swerve on, you know, um, fair, fair enough. 
Um, but I think even married people like are being even long, healthy marriages are being tested because even your best friend or your family, you spend so much time in close quarters with somebody. Uh, there's going to be, you know, you're going to get on each other's nerves. You're going to have, you know, you know, stuff to go. But the interesting thing with relationships is there's something called unconditional love, if you will. And if you don't know what unconditional love is, it's kind of like how you have for your brother or your mom or your sister. And that sounds weird as I'm bringing it into like your like partner. But what I mean is most people, when they're in relationships, they don't have unconditional love because they're always like, I got to break up or they always have one foot out the door. Whereas you can never break up with your parents or you can never break up with your siblings. And so eventually... Um, when you like accept, accept somebody, uh, you know, that you're dating or whatever, that's unconditional because you're never, ever thinking about breakups as an option. I mean, hopefully, ideally that's the kind of perfect end state because then ultimately you are family, right? You know, you're going to have kids and you're all a family. Your wife is your family. There's no like, uh, going beyond that, but I know it's, it's a little complicated and that's not always the case. But anyways, as it comes time to Corona and dating, um, dude, if you're single, Number one, you'll see a lot of people, a lot of articles on CNN and BBC talking about Zoom dating and online dating and like Tara Smith or like, you know, Sangeeta Gupta is my generic name that I give, uh, you know, is 27 in Bombay and going on dating apps or whatever and doing Zoom dates and Skype calls. And sure, why not? You know, uh, that's something you were going to do with that person possibly when like, look, if you're going to sleep with somebody really quickly before you guys are dating, um, that traditionally used to be like a post girlfriend or post boyfriend activity. I think you can do a 30 minute zoom call with somebody that usually also was traditionally a girlfriend or a boyfriend activity. Right. So yeah, I mean, you're not going to have uh, those early dating butterfly moments that you used to, but eventually when you do do that post pandemic, or even now, depending where you live, you can still meet y'all can still both get tested. And then when everything, dude, that's, <laughs> that's so funny. Like 20 years ago, it was like, Oh, before we sleep together, have you got tested? And like, that was like a way more offensive talking about that tested or way more kind of, uh, you know, like sensitive to talk about, but now it's like, have you got Corona tested? And while you're there, uh, why don't you get tested for the other things as well? You know, but like now you guys can meet and you can have a great time and it'll be a lot more impactful. So yes, as silly as it sounds, if people are doing Zoom comedy shows, if they're doing Zoom fitness sessions, if they're doing Zoom weddings, I think you can do a Zoom date, all right? Don't do your freaking like selfie camera like that, like looking at the person, but I really think a Zoom date should be fine. And some of you are like, oh, that sounds so lame, or I need to go to a bar, or like, bro, I just want to like chill, and that's not my style. That's fine, but you're going to have to do that with the person anyways, because there's going to be lockdown part two, lockdown part three. There's going to be 50 other things. You may as well get it out of the way, okay? Like, do it. It's fine. Talk about stuff. Be a little awkward because it's digital. Make a joke about it. That's fine. But trust me, after the first minute or two, you'll be wondering, like, why did I even bother? So I'm all for that, I think. None of us are doing many crazier things at the moment. None of us are so busy. Even Netflix is running out of content, you know, like it's fine. So I'm all for the Zoom dates because eventually those are going to transition into real dates because sure, wear a mask, go out. Now, speaking of real dating, physical dating in the time of the pandemic and Corona, I urge 
everybody, please, you know, I'm not a doctor, so disclaimer, there's no medical advice here, but there is common sense advice, which is if you're going to meet somebody, both of you go get a Corona test and then wait for your results. But also if you don't have time for that, or it's not easy to do, and you still are using bad judgment to go ahead and proceed, both of you go wear masks or whatever. You already know what the other person looks like eventually, right? So like, um, I'm not saying do that, but there are activities that I'm seeing here in Los Angeles where people are meeting up and they're, you know, like going to the grocery store together or they are going on a walk near the beach or near their houses together. And that's great, dude. Like, look at the benefit of this also. It used to be that you would have to like have this awkward hug with somebody and then pay for this awkward dinner. And then you're having a beer, but then she didn't order a beer or she ordered a whiskey and you only had a juice. And now there's this awkwardness with the bill and everything. But that's not real life. Real relationships aren't always, you know why so many relationships organically uh, you know, like in modern times, pre-corona generally would fail because people would literally meet for dinners or fancy dinners. Then they'd watch movies, even though probably, none of them were one person didn't always want to watch a movie. And then they kind of morph into like, okay, they're dating, but they're not really getting to know each other. Like they're doing the activities. They're staying busy, uh, you know, Netflix and chill. And what do you want to eat? And oh, we had Chinese last week. And now you want Middle Eastern, you want Indian or Oh, okay, like we hooked up, we hook up every day. And now we hook up like twice a week. Is something wrong or whatever? And like, oh, I don't really, I haven't really met her family yet, but I'm going to, and I don't, I'm not really sure. And like, everyone has these like weird things that they kind of move through because they think everybody else is doing it. But ultimately, that's not what real relationships are going to be. They're going to be living together, getting along, finding a rhythm. And each of you are unique and different in many ways because opposites do attract. And I always say, don't find somebody who is completely opposite to you and don't find somebody who's uh, completely the same as you. Just find somebody who compliments you. You know what I mean? So like if you're a clean freak, um, you know, you're trying to find somebody who's a mess, they're probably not going to like, you know, that's going to be a lot of headaches. But if you're a clean freak and you're finding somebody who's also very organized and fairly clean, but not as clean as you, I think there is, you know, a little bit of give and take and things that you can learn. So First of all, virtual dates, all for it. I think it's awesome. Um, I think it's fine if you guys are like chilled out or whatever. Second thing is when you do eventually start meeting, you know, go out for walks and do things that you couldn't otherwise do before, which is don't be grateful that you don't have to go to a darkly dim lit restaurant, spend a hundred dollars or 2000 rupees or whatever, and wait for the check and see if she offers to pay and yada, yada, go for a walk, dude have a conversation, you know, go to the park. If the parks are open, go to the grocery store and talk about what she likes to eat, what you like to eat. Um, you know, chill. It's actually called chilling. I think it's a great thing. So, um, yeah, like, like I said, right. If it comes to the analogy of relationships being a bunch of, uh, rows on a spreadsheet, right? Like all those activities are going to be, uh, the rows and the columns, I don't know, might be the who, what, where, when, why, I have no idea, but oh, that's kind of a cool idea for like a relationship matrix. It's like, hmm, first date, uh, who you two would be column one, uh, why to get to know each other would be column two, where would be whatever place you decide. And then, ooh, who knows if that restaurant ever appears later down the list, hundredth date, you know? Who, what, where, when, obviously, would be early in the relationship. Dude, 
dude, this is like a friggin' linear programming friggin' schedule of like dating. I think I just invented. So, I mean, I, I just think like you can knock off and I know that sounds weird to say like knock off, but I think it's so important that, uh, you, you'll be doing like six month relationship activities, maybe in month two right now with the pandemic. And you'll be doing, huh, 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 you know, a little naughty, a little naughty here. You'll be doing the other stuff probably later because that is what it is. But I think we can all agree. Usually the longer you wait and the more invested you are in somebody emotionally and mentally, uh, that the physical stuff kind of falls in line. You know what I mean? So I say, take this as a blessing. Any of my coronavirus pandemic daters, you know, be safe, obviously. And I know we all have urges and things. And a lot of you freaking playboys aren't, aren't out there doing your thing. And ladies, you know, like you're not doing your thing, whatever. I get that completely, but, uh, you know, everyone's got to adjust. And if it's not challenging in many cases, it's not worth doing. So, like we've all had a great last 10, 20, 30 years where things are on autopilot and food gets delivered to you and Amazon's still working and there's so many options and opportunities. And the least you can do is like, dude, it's kind of like wartime. You know what I mean? Like World War II in America and across the world, everyone had to sacrifice and compromise. And is it really so bad? All right. You can't go to a movie theater as much anymore. I'm so grateful my wedding happened last year, not this year, because ooh, would have dodged a bullet, you know, like that's insane. And my heart goes out to anybody whose wedding got postponed. But I mean, we're all relatively touch wood, still hanging in there. And I urge you all to be safe. And you know, uh, your emotional well being is also very important. And for the single people, take this time to get to know people, you know, there's like, no awkward physical dates where you just like have to like disregard the person because you don't think it's going to work out. You can invest more time and have a feeling we're going to hear some good stories and that's going to be a good thing. So really only two points at the moment. Uh, well, maybe three, but do the virtual dating first. Do the safe, non-traditional in-person dating, whether it's going to the park or going to the grocery store, wearing your masks and getting tested and all that sort of stuff. And then eventually, you know, see where things go and be grateful that you still got these opportunities. And I guarantee you, some of you are actually going to do much better in this new format because earlier, like if for some reason you never had good luck on first dates where either you were too nervous or fidgety or, or maybe the girl or the guy didn't find you attractive or whatever, I guarantee you spending this initial time up front before meeting uh, is going to make a huge difference. I'm very optimistic about it. So um, that was just quick advice for me this week on, you know, pandemic dating, or if you will. So I hope that was helpful. Let me know if you guys have any questions, topics you want me to ask about or want me to talk about in the following weeks. Please like, rate, review, and I'll see you guys next week. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. Birdie num num.